two beards and a moustache, mate. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode seven of Two Beards and a Moustache. We are back with more gaming and culture excellence and another episode of Place the Comment led by Smave this week, which should be exciting. Hope you're all doing well. Thanks for listening to previous podcasts. We are still here. You're not getting rid of us that easy. Um, those who have sent hate mail, um, Baz is getting a little bit upset by it. So can we please send it to Smave instead? Um, he likes a good read with his morning coffee. Would be much as appreciated. Oh, Baz is here, as always. <laughs> Baz is here. And so, Smave, how are you boys doing this evening? I'm doing well, mate. Thank you. Doing well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every, <laughs> time. Every time. Every uh, time. Well, for anyone who didn't hear him. Yeah, really, um, no, really good. Really good. Good. Every week he's getting better and better. I'm excited by next week. I don't know what's going to, how well he's going to be then, but who knows? This week, we are doing a slightly different approach. We're doing a continuation from last week's discussion around gaming being a streaming service. As we said last week, on the 19th of March, Google are announcing their, what their platform's going to be and giving us more um, info into what they're going to do. Uh, we've, we've obviously read up about it, as everyone has, and we think it's good. It's answered a lot of questions that we asked last week, as well as... Uh, made us think about some more things we thought you know what a part two to what we discussed last week will be a good way to go um if you didn't catch last week's by all means check us out on all of our platforms link in everywhere um but this week we'll be speaking about some of the things we spoke about last week as well as new things of course because google as i said has actually announced what they are going to do alongside that uh Bazaar again has obviously brought us some culture things to talk about this week we are going to talk about the media an exciting exciting topic that no doubt we have a lot to say and of course again as i said smave will be leading place the comment with the hopes of pornhub comments ringing from the crowds that listen to our podcast am i right there are there are going to be no there might not be <laughs> the hype <laughs> is already deflating <laughs> <laughs> Four people stop listening. So yeah, that's what we're going to do. As always, as well, if you've got any thoughts or opinions on what we're talking about this week or any other weeks, feel free to hit us up on in our Instagram at two bam hashtag or any of our Instagrams, to be honest, or head over to our website and um, email Smave because he replies in two to four weeks. Um, he's busy, man. <laughs> 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 anyway starting with the first topic gaming once again the streaming idea is running rampant even more than it was last week i know we sp a lot of spitballing last week about what could it be is it going to be like netflix is it just going to be cloud what are we going to do here then google turn up on the 19th and announce google stadia or stadia depending on where you are or where you're from um which is basically their streaming service that they almost promised to us a few weeks back now um there's a lot of information to run through i'm going to give you a bit of an overview and then we'll pick it apart bit by bit and answer ask some questions and get some of the guys thoughts as well on it so there's the first line though that i wanted to um read because this this kind of thing gives you the reason why they call it stadia and kind of gives you kind of the thought process around what they're trying to achieve so um google come out Obviously, a lot of quotes have been thrown around and a lot of interviews have been done, but 
they were asked around um, how they think console and PC are going to uh, be affected by this, uh, and also you know what people's you know approach might be to it. So uh, one of the guys at Google said, "The future of gaming is not a box; it's a place." Just like how humans have built stadiums for sports over hundreds of years, Google believes it's building a virtual stadium um, for the future of games to be played anywhere uh, on anything. You won't need an expensive gaming PC if you're struggling to buy one. You won't need a dedicated game console if you haven't got it with you or you can't afford it again. Instead, all you'll need is access to Google Chrome and you can instantly play games on a phone, tablet, PC or TV. It's a bold vision for where gaming is heading, uh, but we believe Stadia is the cloud streaming service that will make it a reality. What do you boys think about that opening gambit? That's a strong, a strong thing to say, but also um, quite interesting, actually, when you think about it like that. What do you think? Uh, I, I like the way that they've worded it in terms of not confining gaming to a box, as in, obviously, console or PC. Um, and I also like the way that they're, they're putting it forward as more accessible, because at the end of the day, at the moment, if we're honest, if you want to go the PC route, you've got to have a high-end PC. Um, coming to the end of the console generation, the next console generation is around the corner. So again, price will be a big factor. Uh, I, I like the way that they're marketing it at the moment. I think it's going in the right direction. Sure. Yeah. What about you, Smith? Fancy, fancy the idea of that? Yeah. Yeah, I do like the idea of it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm a bit, I'm a bit worried still. That's all right. right. We'll get rid of your worry. Don't worry, me. I've got some. <laughs> I've got some comments that are going to make you less worried. All yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, Stadia is built uh, on two things. It's built on YouTube. They, uh, I think they're bigging up YouTube massive for this and Chrome. So, at the heart of Stadia, this I'm, I'm quoting this from a couple of store sources again. Um, it's this cloud streaming service, of course, but it uses YouTube and Chrome. So how does it use it? Uh, Google's leveraging YouTube, YouTube to lean heavily on popularity of gaming clips and creators who regularly stream games to millions of people like, um, sorry, millions of people on services like Twitch. So they've took what Twitch is doing. Obviously, you've probably seen YouTube now. Obviously, it has done for a couple of years, I think, allowed you to stream. But now you can actually subscribe and pay per month like you can on Twitch for people on YouTube now. Yeah, yeah um, I've seen that. So what they want to do is take the community aspect, which is obviously probably one of the biggest things in gaming, and uh, games like Fortnite, shout out to what we were chatting about uh, last night. For those who don't know, we are talking about, again, Battle Royale, and we spoke about it a few podcasts ago, how big Battle Royale is coming. So these communities are, uh, and games like Fortnite have turned into virtual, instead of turning into a game that you play, they've now turned into virtual places where people hang out. So if we thought think about, um, what's his name, um, Matey did that uh, in-game concert marshmallow um it's becoming not only a game to play but places people can hang out in a virtual reality kind of way but also in a twitch chat it's becoming a place where people actually meet up have friends and talk um they see it as a big business uh they give you some figures here so fortnite made 2.4 billion alone last year which is fucking unbelievable billion dollars but still fucking out and one of the most popular streamers makes more than 500k a month shout out to ninja um the stadia premise is that you'll be able to watch a clip of a game um, and then instantly play it next either with next to it or you know quickly change over to play it at the very same point of the clip you're watching streamers will be able to create lobbies for fans to join and play with them on youtube um, so obviously you're not playing in their game per se but you'll be able to play together while chatting still uh, and study or support instant clipping to the video service so you're you're pretty much instantly uploading to the youtube or uh, obviously streaming 
seamlessly uh, than ever before. Game console was obviously running in a cloud and built for the YouTube generation is what they're calling it. Um, so they're really pushing this, boys. They're trying to push the idea that, you know, we've said it before, YouTube's the second biggest search engine right now. The F1 being Google, and this is made by Google. Um, and the way we consume content now is not live TV, is Netflix, is YouTube, things like that. So really, and Twitch, obviously. So really playing on this now. Um, what do you think about that? It's basically they're trying to. I think are they pulling on the heartstrings of the younger generation now? Where do, where do you see that going? I, I see sort of two major benefits, like straight off the bat. Um, after listening to that, like number one. Um, say for example, obviously they're linking it quite largely with YouTube. If you watch a, a video review of, of a game. You can literally, I imagine they'll have like a suggestion bar and you can click that and you can play the game straight away, obviously if it's out. Uh, that's, that's a really cool thing. Secondly, it's the, it comes down to day one patches. Like at the moment, the vast majority of games that come out, come out with a, a big day one patch that's probably like 50 gig, sometimes even bigger than the game itself. If you remove that, you're, you're sort of increasing the ease of access to that game. And that's, again, another, another great benefit. Um, in terms of like... It, it, they keep talking about their, their servers, and I'm sure over the years they've built up uh, a lot of infrastructure around this, but it's one of those things where you don't know how it's going to sort of play out until the stress tests start to uh, sort of, they, they undergo those, because when you've got hundreds of thousands of gamers on the same server at once, or you know multiple servers, you don't know how it's going to work, how it's going to run. So that's the one, one sort of reservation I have at the moment, yeah. but everything else sounds pretty cool. What about you, Smaves? Does that tickle your fancy a little bit more? Are we beating away the little little yeah. uh, thoughts little, you have in your head? or Little <laughs> shards of doubt. <laughs> yeah, that's the fucking one. I couldn't think of it. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, a little bit. But um, basically, I was the same thing as what Baz just said, so what I'm worried about is how, how it's going to work. <laughs> I, I'm still concerned about that, like, I'm struggling to see how they're going to get it to be, like, lag-free and well, not lag free, but like, you know, just not, not crashing, not terrible. You remember like when WoW comes out, yeah, like, and you go on and it sounds like well, I don't know if it does it anymore so much because it's probably getting smaller now. But like a few years ago when it came out, you try and log on and can't log on and can't move and it's crashing. <laughs> I suppose another important aspect um, of what you were saying as obviously a negative. Um, is if you remember the start of this console generation when Xbox or Microsoft was pushing always online, it was literally like dumpstered and everyone was dead set against that. This is basically that model, right? This is where we're moving to now, always online to be able to play games. Um, yeah. And it seems like people are approaching that from a different mindset now, whereas before they were dead set against it. It seems like they're way more open to it now, I guess. That's a good point, actually. Do you reckon like Microsoft sat back going, really? <laughs> I just took a couple of years and we could have been fucking in there. Yeah, you know I mean, so really, I though? Got, yeah. So I have got, um, <clears throat> do you know what, that we can segue before we go back to Stadia on that note. Like, Microsoft come out and uh, they got in, they were obviously at the conference. Uh, Xbox were, sorry. Microsoft obviously own Xbox. And they were interviewed as well. So um, obviously they watched closely because this was, you know, dubbed as the thing that's going to change gaming. Uh, Microsoft's head of gaming, Phil Spencer, shot solid name, uh, responded to Google's announcement by promising something big E3. So uh, what he quotes, his quote was, Google went big today uh, and we have a couple months until E3. We will then go bigger than them. Um, they ba basically said their announcement is validation of a path they already started on two years ago. So apparently they've already started on something like this 
but had way more, obviously, you know, two years ago probably was when the Xbox One came out, to be honest with you, maybe three years ago, so three, four years ago. So they're obviously already on it. And they also said that, um, you know, xCloud is basically what is dubbed. I mean, we've heard about that anyway. It will rival Google and many other streaming games to phones, tablets, PCs, and TVs. Um, and it also, they promised trials of the service later this year. They're not surprised by Google. They're already on board with this, and they're going to beat Google at their own game. See, like, this this is something that is plaguing my mind when it comes to this sort of thing. As I, I think I was talking about this on an earlier podcast as well. Um, if you have something like this, like PlayStation and Microsoft, right, or Sony and Microsoft, if they're going to make a proprietary system where they have their own streaming service, why would they allow Google access to their titles? So, for example, stuff that's uh, exclusive to them, like, you know, Last of Us, I think Days Gone is going to be a PlayStation exclusive. Uh, Detroit Become Human, you know, all of those. Why would they give that up to Google and say, you can stream this? Is it going to be the case that they're going to say, you know, these are our games. If you want to play these games, you have to use our service. I can't see them saying, here's our games. You can play them on any streaming service. They'd need a draw, right? So it's, I, don't, I don't get how it's going to work in that regard yet. I can't see Google having access to every single title out there. It just wouldn't work. Well, Google, I, I agree, actually, yeah. I don't reckon they will do it. Like, I don't know if Google's, like... They like to dip their fingers in pie sometimes. And, like, you know when they bought their phone, has that really had much success? Uh, the Pixel did, was quite popular for a long yeah. time. I think it was sold out for a long time. Oh. Um, but I'm not... I mean, Crafty, is there any sort of... Yeah, so the pi- yeah, the Pixel... I mean, the Pixel was... The very first one was bought by Fanatics, if I'm honest. The yeah. second one um, was bought usually by people that wanted the first one but didn't want to take the risk. Mm-hmm. Um, third one, has it got more traction? Uh, yeah, they've, the first Google Pixel was only sold in EE, I think, and then uh, maybe third parties, and then three have took it on now. A couple more companies are taking it on. Um, problems with it, uh, it's priced. Uh, to put the pricing in perspective, uh, Samsung Galaxy S10 Plus came out a week ago. Um, uh, spec-wise, the best phone on the market. You know, forget it's got Samsung's name on it. Spec-wise, internally, it's the next generation of phones. Um, it's retails at eight ninety. Uh, Google Pixel XL, three XL, sorry, uh, came out in November last year. Four gig of RAM, um, a good camera, but nothing else flashy. Um, same price, still the same price as an S10 Plus that just come out. The price bracket has always broke them. They've tried to call themselves the Android Apple in terms of quality. There's a lot that I've recently had to purchase a phone uh, and it was out of the S10 Plus and the Google Pixel 3 XL. Uh, and for, for the first time in my life, I think it wasn't about um, which one's the most flashy. It was more about what I need a phone for three, four years now. This is my mindset. Maybe it's an old man mindset, but this is what I'm thinking about. Um, is it, is it going to give me longevity? Uh, and future proof and I, if I was honest with you I would have went for the XL if it had more RAM and because it gets the obviously the updates etc not to go into phones on the podcast but it just it was old tech in a phone that's priced as new tech um, yeah. so it made no sense so it's all, it was like it was like pre-outdated already kind of 100% thing. like and yeah. they and you know they're, they're going to bring out another phone in October don't get me wrong and uh, this brings me on to like, that's a, another great segue Smave segue in for days at the moment um, this is a good segue on to the game thing you just spoke about as well as the phone so the, the important thing we need to mention here because I think we brought this up last podcast we are wondering is companies 
you know going to let them partner or are they going to if you buy a game can you then play it on their service it's fully come out that they're going to use linux um to run it the street uh the you know the system powering its hardware on the server side is going to run by linux and uh, what this means though um is the game developers will need to port their games to stadia they won't be able to bring games you already own um to the service um because yeah. nvidia's geforce and, Sh- and geforce now um will if you bought a pc game it finds that on your pc and lets you stream it uh mm. google you'll have to purchase that game through google as a port so the company not only has to port to google then you would have to repurchase by the looks of it um well you wouldn't that's, be that's already a nightmare that is already you won't be re- yeah you won't be repurchasing you'll be str- you're paying the streaming cost right the subscription mm. cost sorry but like it is again it doesn't look like save files would carry over i mean i'm spitballing a little bit because we don't know too much but <clears throat> sorry about that but there's um it's not like save files will happen there has to be porting over that's, a, that's another great thing as well going back briefly uh, you, you mentioned save files like we're, we're now entering the the realm of always online how does it work in terms of like uh, obviously on, on playstation cloud saves they're uploaded um but that's only when you manually save if your internet connection drops and you, you drop out of a, a single player game have, have you lost the progress do they have a way of backing it up it's it's all interesting questions that they're gonna need to find a way to answer because otherwise it's just going to be super frustrating. Playing for a single-player game, you're two hours in, you haven't saved, bang, internet drops, I've lost all my progress. Oh, I'm just going to throw it under the bus now. (laughs) I I reckon it's not going to do very well. (laughs) The thing is, as well, the reason why I segued before before I get your opinions, maybe, is um, the phone thing was a good thing to mention, because in October is when the next Google Pixel is announced, and that won't be too far away from... You know, we're going to see Stadia in some formal fashion at the end of 2019. They've been clear with that. I'm not saying it's going to be fully done, but it might be trials. And I think they're already pushing YouTube and Google and Google Chrome, sorry, to push it, which is their own companies they own anyway. You wouldn't be surprised if they sell the new Google Pixel 4 as the phone that you can play Stadia on. Yeah. Um, Link it yeah. together. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's um, that is. It's like I planned it, mate. It's like I planned it. <laughs> mentioned the phones. Oh, I actually only mentioned them because I was gonna say like, like when people get excited because Google's so big, but like when they, it feels like I didn't know. I had to ask you, but it feels like when they try to dabble in other areas, they get very ambitious, but they don't exactly like. Because I've never met anyone that's had the phone. I have never seen one in the flesh. I've never like, it's not flesh, but I've never seen one. Um, yeah. Like so, it was that kind of thought process in my mind. This, I, I was like, all right, well, I remember when they were going, oh, Google's bringing a phone out. Everyone was hyped, and then they bought it out, and I'm like, well, where is it then? Like, it's here, but like, I still see people. Everyone's just running around with iPhones and Samsungs and every other phone, to be honest. Yeah, but, 100%. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying in that regard because you you could also give Google Glasses as an example of like a, an idea that that flew away in the wind. Um, obviously, it's come back recently with AR and VR. Yeah. Um, but the one thing I would say in this sort of uh, domain is everything is going towards streaming now. So sooner or later, gaming will as well. because It's just part of that medium. It's part of that group. Right. And however they sort of make it or however they design it, it will go that way eventually, especially if Sony and Microsoft already have theirs in place. But well, this is my next thing I was going to say was like, it, even if they do do it, like Sony and microsoft are gonna start something you know they're yeah, gonna do yeah, they're yeah. gonna do it they're, they're gonna do it themselves and as soon as they do it themselves everyone's well in my mind like if if they do like google do it and then 
like Sony done it or like Microsoft done it, I know where I'll be going. I'll be going to one of the ones that I know. I won't be going running over to Google. I'll be going straight to Microsoft. Again, he's yeah, segwayed like a fucking trooper again. So <laughs> moving on to like on that point again, moving back to the Xbox part, like one of the, one of his things that our mate Phil said was, "You guys <laughs> discuss, <laughs> you discussed uh, about the phone. What does the selling points of the phone?" On the phone, they said around, you know, unlimited storage for photos and videos, which is true. Google Photos is unlimited forever, okay? This is something that Google made, though, already there. It was already there as my key point on that. Uh, Android updates for the for your whole, for the life cycle, pretty much. Again, that's because Google owned Android, right? On the, on the gaming service, they've sold it on the aspect of you can be seamless with YouTube. You can use Google Assistant, and you can use our Google Wi-Fi controller. What Phil says is obviously, you know, they're leveraging things Google already own to make it seem like it's going to be really good. But the main point he's made is um, we saw a big tech competitor enter the gaming market for the first time, like Mm. legitimately, like they're obviously in the gaming market a little bit, but like it's their own thing. Uh, And he's also said like he wants to get back to Xbox because they they're in a really good position right now. And so is Sony, as we know. they were already poised to compete for what what's said to be over 2 billion gamers across the planet now. Um, and it's not like they didn't know this was coming. He said he's been saying it for a while. They were always going to build something with customer at the center. We have the content, the community, and the cloud team and strategy already in place. I've been saying it for a while. It's all about the execution. This is even more true today. So I think, I think on that note, like it seems like... <clears throat> Xbox have already been doing it, and they were trying to show it off early with Xbox One, but we all shat on it without really giving it a chance. Premature, like though. Shat on it. Yeah, we were shat on it more because Apple... Uh, sorry, Apple, fuck, they've got phones in my head. We're, we're um, shitting on it more because PlayStation promised us... PlayStation's pitch was Xbox is shit. So we all like started shitting on the Xbox when before really giving it a go. It was pretty um, shit, <laughs> 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 like, I, I had one at first, and I didn't actually mind it. Like, And now it's actually... You know, obviously better than the PlayStation in a lot of aspects um, with the newest ones. So it's just interesting to think that like you boys have said it. Other companies are not stupid. We trust Sony and we trust Xbox or Microsoft. And to be honest, if it was a big gaming competitor um, in like, like say it was fucking Razer, for example, would would there be more trust there if it was someone like that? So the the one thing I'll say is um, YouTube and Google have a, a reputation of uh, aggressively protecting their product in certain ways. So a good example I'd give is when they didn't allow YouTube as an app on Windows phones, when Windows phones were fairly new. Um, and it's one of those things where because obviously the majority of content is either YouTube or Twitch, do you think they'll defend it in a way by they push theirs as the the, the sort of sole platform to work around based on let's plays and, and you know gaming videos on youtube because that would be one unique aspect they have like you said it's linked to youtube youtube is a massive platform and it's where most people consume their content through uh, but obviously they could be shooting themselves in the foot because people could just easily jump ship and go microsoft or sony it's it's very sort of murky waters at the moment oh uh, yeah i'm not really i don't know I, what i don't really think google are doing anything any anything positive in the moment? YouTube's a nightmare now, isn't it? For like, for for anyone that's trying to make money from it, they've kind of it's a joke in a way. The way that they go about like people stealing other people's um, revenue on 
videos just for like singing the lyrics in their yeah, songs. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the copyright seconds. strike system is an absolute mess. For yeah, sure. that, yeah, the, yeah. That, that, that whole, in my eyes, like in the moment, that whole thing is a mess. I can't really tell you anything positive they're doing. So I don't think, I don't think I'm going to, I'm saying it now, I don't think I'm going to get involved in it. I, I might change my tune. It might come out and be the like the next big thing, and everyone will be on it. <laughs> but I feel like I do feel like that is going to be the case. I feel like even if they do bring something out and it works, um, and there isn't lag and stuff, and people like it, I, again, Microsoft and Sony are going to compete. It, it's such a big industry to enter so late, though, right? Like we we have the giants at the moment. We have the Nintendos, the Microsofts, the Sonys. It, that, like, don't get me wrong, Google is a massive company, but it, it's it's a market that's going to be incredibly difficult to get into well if uh, they're like if they're like that about it as well like i didn't know they'd done they've done that with the windows phones where they were like they're, if they're not willing to share like let's be fair that no no matter how big they are they're stepping into a territory that isn't theirs so yeah, yeah. if they walk in with the, the mindset of oh you know we're not going to share anything but like they're going to want to buddy up like when you step into like such a, a big area what you're not familiar with and if you're going to be like an asshole about it like you know you need the, you need the partners yeah yeah to you know, what you're trying to do it, yeah yeah it should be sat on a round table with like sony and microsoft going Look, we should do something together you know like, <laughs> dishing out hand jobs under the table or something right but, but <laughs> otherwise i just don't see it working but who am i eh? who am i to say yes. <laughs> so that brings us on to like the connectivity oh well the working aspect of it a couple of points so Google have only ever, at the moment, they only demoed it on their devices. There's no talk of iOS support on Apple devices. There's no talk of other browsers, of course. It's all Google Chrome. So if you're someone who uses Firefox or Safari, you're not going to have, you have to have Google Chrome to use it. It's uh, one of the things as well. Sorry, interrupting you quickly, Crafty. Talking about the phones, um, why would they? Why would they give it away? They want you to buy the Pixel, right? So that yeah, they're going to exactly. they're going to link that in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, and and if we're honest, about seventy five to. 80% of the market is Android anyway, which is still Google owned. So you'll still be able to access on there yeah. nine times out of 10. Um, rip Apple. Um, so let's talk internet connectivity. Sorry, my English was terrible. So one of the main things of streaming, of course, as we all know, is um, internet speeds and reliability. So uh, we've got a couple of figures and then I want to go into some detail around some else, which is very interesting. So um, a couple of speeds for you. So... There's potential of 4K through this. There's also potential of obviously 1080p, 60 frames per second. Um, an average of 25 megabytes per second needed for 1080p, 60 frames. Um, also, 4K would need 60 frames per second, obviously, up to, but they would need at least above 30 to 50 frame, uh, 50 megabytes per second, sorry, to potentially do 4K. Now, um, those of you out there that have got basic internet probably seem that as a figure that you can probably achieve. Um, but there's certain things to look at. So um, there's a couple of points being made by a couple of guys here. So um, the average fixed broadband connection in the US, for example, is around 96 on average. Um, so you'll have coverage. But then if, it, if you're in an area where, like for some reason in America, they've got these commissions that block the maximum broadband speed you can have, um, they usually limit it to 25 megs, which means you're only going to be playing it at a lower 1080p game, for example, maybe even less. But the other things is around how much data it eats. So that gives you some estimates again. So they obviously compare to Netflix here. So this is all averages and hearsay a little bit. But um, watching a regular HD Netflix stream uses around three gig per hour. OK, uh, this more than doubles for 4K streams. So you can if you put that in gaming perspective. Um, 
it's going to be slightly more strenuous. The main benefit, though, over Netflix in this kind of platform over gaming is Netflix allows you to buffer um, or, you know, you pause it and it, it, you know, it buffers it, for example, or because it's already on the server, you're just playing it. There's no real, sh- you're streaming it, of course, but it's different type of content. Um, Netflix allows you to download and buffer the content you're streaming. A game service relies on picking up your controller movements and re- relaying them in real time back and forth between you and the server. Um, so, I mean, lag we spoke about before and ping or MS. Google have got a big infrastructure, but if you're in a, like a rural area, not, not close to their servers um, or your internet's bad, you're, it's very likely you're going to have problems at least early on with lag because you'll detect it's got to detect your mo- your movements in real time and we know 5g is coming out and we'll probably talk about it in a later podcast but like, that's obviously going to fix certain things like that but again you're still saying probably for a full 5g rollout a year to two years full capabilities you know about that period and maybe anyway google looking to drop this fairly early in the next year there's no offline play so you're not pl- you're not able to play it without an internet connection um you know, I don't think there's going to be an opportunity to download it onto a device and play it offline. Like this, this internet thing for me, I, I want your boy's opinion, but this internet thing for me is the biggest problem they're going to have in general. Because the reason why I can watch Netflix in HDR is I can, if I needed to, I don't have to, luckily, but I could pause the thing, film I want to watch, and it will buffer and, sh- and be ready for me to watch. Gaming, you can't do that. So, online games is even worse is it going to be more laggy online because not only you're online with other people in the game but you're also playing from a server like how bad do you think this is going to be how how much of a hindrance is it going to be could it really burn it to the ground i mean initially um the the most annoying aspect would be in single player games because where you're used to popping a game into your ps4 or you know popping a game up on steam you know, it's instant input. There's no lag. Um, there's no. I mean, some games like, for example, Dark Souls. If you lose connection to the server, it will kick you out. Um, but the majority of single-player games, you can just carry on. It will be incredibly frustrating if you're in, a, in an environment where the Wi-Fi isn't great, the speed isn't great. You know, you're dropping out. The, the ping's high. It will be incredibly frustrating. But like you said, with the advent of 5G. I think that could address a lot of those issues and potentially, you know, remedy them. But as it stands now, if you're trying to do it off of a, um, a phone as a hotspot, something like that, I could see a lot of issues and a lot of frustration. That'd be all right, mate. It's fine. Virgin, uh, just dig up anyone's roads. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking woke me up at eight this morning, mate. Did they? <laughs> <laughs> Of course, of course they did. Fucking hell, that's a, he's trying to sell us the eight bar for waking up. Literally, actually, I don't even know. I leave for work at eight. I don't know even. I don't even know why I played into that. Like I, I went along with it as well. I was up at six this morning. Shut up, Pazza. <laughs> anyway, uh, where was I? Um, yeah, that is that is a worry for sure. Because like, I don't know. At the same time, I'm like. Do we need to get with the times? Are things going to get better? But then again, when your internet goes down, it's pretty fucking annoying. It doesn't happen very often, but it's pretty annoying. I mean, like, the argument would be made that with single-player games, is there a need for it yet? Probably not. Because the only thing I would say is, like, it would probably it would save a hell of a lot in cost if it's a subscription service. Um, you could get access to new games rather than dropping 50, 60 quid. 
but as it stands, I see no problem with the way it currently works in terms of you know physical copies or, or downloading the game. Um, so in, in, in regard to single-player titles at least, I don't see it as a major benefit yet. I had a mare once, not long, when I say once, not long ago, where like the internet just went. And because like, you can't watch... Can't watch stuff on Netflix without the internet. Wait, <laughs> you know what I mean? Breaking news, mate. <laughs> breaking news, right? So I, I'm like looking around. I'm like, what can I do? And I started looking for like DVDs, and I, I realized I don't really have any. And then I realized that like my PC doesn't have the CD have drive. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have a slot for that. I was just stood there. I was like, mate, if you, like without the internet, I'm actually knackered. Like if if it goes, I'm fucked. It is crazy the reliability on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, but um, as I said, like going back to to the backlash that Microsoft received, I'm surprised that there's no naysayers now that are coming forward and saying, you know, this is going to be shite, basically. Oh, there is. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is. But, like, I, I agree with you on that. Um, but I do think you know, we spoke about this last week. I won't go into it again, but or well, two weeks ago maybe. But people, when like there's this battle between Microsoft and Sony and half of it was Sony selling their product on the fact that Microsoft product was shit. Yeah. Without yeah. really thinking about it, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is true, though, because people are saying, well, I don't want the internet on all the time. You're going to have to fucking literally have the internet on all the time, mate. And half the time, when they're writing that fucking tweet, they're on Netflix anyway. Uh, anyway, let's talk about power. So uh, Google's... Re- so one thing I want to say, sorry, before you before I move on to this part, is I think it's important to know that like, Google's... An- one of the biggest if not the biggest company in the world really they can't be stupid enough to not understand the like what needs to be done to make it work so i think if it was like greg down the road saying he's made a new console be skeptical but i think there's a higher chance that this might work than not work um, no, for, for, for sure I, like you can't turn around and say that they wouldn't have done necessary research but the main point I, i'm getting at is with the players that are in the market already, I mean, surely Nintendo have have something up their sleeves as well, similar that they've they've branched out into the Switch already. Um, you know, there's going to be so much competition. Yeah, yeah, I like. I don't know. There's something here, like saying about the controller is going to be directly connected to the internet, communicating yeah. with Google servers independently. Yeah. So that yeah. and that's trying to like get rid of lag. Wait, so you have to play with a the controller then? Yeah, so it's got its own controller for sure, one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think if you're playing via uh, anything but PC, you have to use prior to controller. Yeah. If you're playing on PC, you can use any any USB. Yeah, you could probably use anything. Yeah. But obviously, okay. you can use this on like Fire a Fire Stick. You can play yeah. this on. Okay. Yeah, okay. Quite a few things. So that benefit is very good. But yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. So if we talk about power, so um, you know, it's widely taken the piss out of and memed on a little bit that the PS4 Pro came out claiming that it had 4.2 teraflops of power, mm-hmm. uh, and then the uh, Xbox One X came out and said, "Yeah, well, we've got six, mate, six teraflops." Yeah. Um, Google have come out and said the um, the servers themselves will be powered by a custom AMD GPU. And it will deliver 10.7 teraflops of power. Now, this sounds impressive, but the graphical power is impressive if you're sat in the Google fucking offices playing next to the fucking server. 
yeah, uh, obviously yeah. it's it's all about your internet connection more than anything. So Google has said they'll compress the image from its servers to your client, resulting in a loss of image quality, of course. We don't know the exact bit rates, but Google will use um, Stadia in a certain way. So if you've watched a 4K version of Netflix show, you'll know the image quality isn't as good as a Blu-ray copy. Shout out to the person in the comments that already said that. The same will apply for Stadia. So they'll give you as best as they can, but your internet connection will basically determine how good the quality is. So if you're obviously... I can't wait for the next game in 4K. Um, it might be hard to make, unless the internet becomes unbelievable, it might be hard to have them notice. Now, they feel like it's not going to be as noticeable as people think, but it's still going to be there for those geeks out there that do care. Um, obviously, varies from game game to game. There's not enough variation of games right now um, that we can really say anything about. Obviously, we know that um, your boy Assassin's Creed Odyssey was trialed, and it was played... Uh, consistently at 1080p um, between 30 to 60 frames per second and they've announced Doom getting on the hype train as well now um, Stadia's got a lot of people behind it we might not know these names but I can name drop where they're from so um, they've tried to hire a lot of people basically so they've got a guy called Phil Harrison another Phil Um, he's a former Sony and Microsoft executive Uh, they've got Jade Raymond who has previously worked at Sony, EA, and Ubisoft. Um, shout out to EA. Uh, they've got a heading, they've got another, she's heading up the company's party game, kind of co-op game aspect. They've got an Xbox Live Arcade, if you remember that guy, uh, that thing service they offered. Um, they've got the creator of that, who's working on it as well. Uh, and they've got um, another person who's been one of the biggest names behind Xbox gaming partnerships, helping out as well. So they're getting people behind it, they've got, uh, experience working for their competitors as well. Um, so graphically and people behind it, do you boys think that's going to stand them in good stead going forward? They're not they're not going into it blind anyway, but potentially they're going into it less blind than we ever thought. Definitely, and I also think like the experience uh, will, will add a, a, a ton of, of quality. But one thing I was I was thinking about was um, one of the hardest things about the PC gaming environment is there's no sort of baseline that developers can uh, sort of build their game around in terms of hardware. Everyone's hardware is different. That's where console uh, has a benefit. So if they incorporate that into this in terms of having a... They will have a a set hardware spec. It may make it a lot easier for developers and a lot smoother for these games to be played on this platform. Um, Because obviously the majority of the time, if you look at consoles, it's very rare um, that you'll see a game that comes out with you know a multitude of of issues caused by hardware that's always what you're going to see on the pc because they can't account for all the different configurations out there so if they use that experience and take take note of that and build around that that would be a, a massive advantage for sure yeah um i think i think it is the future i think people are going to just have to do what everyone's been doing anyway and people either keep going and ca- keep going like catch on with it you know or they don't bother with it I think it is going to be the direction. Whether or not Google runs a show when it comes down to it, well, I don't think they will. I think that this is where it's going to go. And it might have, like, rocky road at, like, stages at the start, but even so, I think it's going to prevail. I mean, they, they definitely seem like they're taking it seriously. If they have someone like, uh, you said, the creator of Xbox Live Arcade, which was another service that, that Microsoft pushed, they're clearly doing their research and they're clearly getting the right people to, uh, to the job. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's important. They've noticed what they need and they needed intelligence around that. So 
that's pretty much what Google Stadia, Google Stadia is. Um, as we said briefly, they've only got one game announced, which is Doom. Um, before I talk about just briefly what the competition are doing off the back of this, um, it's also important to note, we mentioned earlier that they have to port, companies will have to port their games onto Google's system because it's not, you're not able to use pre-existing things that's already happened. They are also, um, they've sent kits, so basically Google Stadia kits to all the big game developers. They've, they've not named them, but we assume the big players in the game are getting Google Stadia to play now uh, to try and build their games around it. So watch this space on that. So what are the competition go, doing? Well, we obviously looked at that last week a little bit uh, in more probably more detail than we're going to this week. But obviously, companies have heard what Google are doing, and now they're giving us a tiny bit more information. So... Let's talk about the big players. So, obviously, Sony are already about with PlayStation now. It allows you to play across devices. Um, and your boys Xbox are already pretty much announced their xCloud game streaming service, which has pretty much been demonstrated already. Uh, and looks like what they might talk about in, in E3. Um, the benefits of those, um, they're not just cloud-native that Google is doing. They don't require people to port their games in or rebuild them for a cloud streaming service because obviously people have already built those games for their normal platform and they transition nicely, which already you know gives them an, probably an, an A star over the Google one. Um, and the, the, the hardware itself in the servers, uh, it, it's got console hardware in it anyway. Uh, for now, that gives Sony and Microsoft obviously a big game library and makes it easier for them to compete probably on a quicker fashion than Google would because Google's going to have to persuade people to do a lot of heavy lifting. Um, then you've got Amazon, who we announced last week, um, looking into it. Um, they're going even a step further now. So obviously because Amazon own uh, Amazon Prime and they own, you know, Twitch, which is massive. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that was, the, that was the third one that I was trying to remember before Twitch. Uh, but they've got basically massive cloud dominance anyway. So, like, Amazon probably are the biggest new player other than Google that are really going to make a splash, I think. And they can basically do what Google are doing, but just say instead of using YouTube, they're using Twitch, right? Instead of using Google Chrome, they're using fucking Amazon Fire Stick. Um, you know, things like this. I think Amazon will see what Google do first maybe uh, and then obviously you've got a couple of people already around with NVIDIA already around now. Now it looks like console gaming will convert into this kind of service. I'm not saying consoles are going to disappear but uh, Sony and Microsoft will jump on the bandwagon if, they achieve, if Google achieve what they want to achieve. Is it, you know, lastly on, on this subject really like if they Sony and uh, Microsoft come out with something that's even comparable, um, is it just a no go for Google? Like what? What? All right, let me put it in this perspective to finish off the topic. What would you? What are, like the three things you boys think? Anything you want as well that Google would have to make sure they do in a perfect world to knock the other lot out of the water. So. They would have to have access to all of the new releases. Like, however they do that, I don't really care. Um, and they couldn't be missing out on, on you know, the big titles. They would have to have some sort of um, system in place where 
saves are backed up and obviously it auto saves at some point whether that's something they do outside of the game or something that they incorporate into the game i don't really care um and then (laughs) 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 and number three um it would have to be a consistent quality as in if there's if there's no issues on my side like the the internet speed is good the ping is good i have a constant connection um, it, it can't be a shaky service whereby, you know, one minute you're 1080p, 60 frames, the next minute it's dropped to 25 frames for some reason, and it's had to downgrade the quality to 720p. Oh, I would, it would have to be a consistent experience. Yeah, yeah, mine's pretty much, you you pretty much covered everything. <laughs> no, <it's> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it is true. Like, um, I, don't, I don't see how they're going to do it, but yeah, it would be access to all the games. Not Not all, but like at least... I don't know. At least games that I want to goddamn play. Like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna pay a monthly subscription to play games, I don't want to have to buy games elsewhere. Like, I mean, it. Uh, yeah. An interesting point would be like, like the amount of um, investment Microsoft made into indie studios. You could you could possibly see Google doing going down the same route. I was literally about to say that point. I was like, would Google then just throw money behind other companies that already know how to make games and say, you know yeah, what, mate, yeah. you might not be big. Let's give you some money and make yourself big. Because you imagine they get some exclusives uh, like Sony did uh, that literally draw people to what yeah. what you're providing. Yeah, yeah. That that could be that could be a way around it. Yeah, for sure. It all depends how much money it's going to cost a month as well. How much is the, con- the controller going to cost? So cost, uh, I don't think has been announced just yet. No. I think it's like summer, some sort of time. Yeah. So the monthly cost as well is a big one for me. I mean, sure. if they if they bring out their own titles that is a good idea actually that's a really good idea they bring out their own like titles for games to be pretty cool but it would have to be a pretty fucking good game for me to want to play uh, uh pay mo- a monthly subscription if it's quite high as well what well, i'm assuming it's going to be because we discussed this in the last podcast that it's got it's got to be more than like you know spotify it's yeah, it's going to be one of those premium services for sure, for sure. But on top of that, they're going to have to like, not have to, but like, they're going to want to make games that are ongoing, right? Because uh, otherwise, people are just going to like pay the subscription for like one month to play a game and then just go, nah, like, <laughs> I'm not going to bother now. Yeah, it, it'll probably be some sort of like six month or locked into a twelve month kind of deal. I, I assume like a trial month, maybe something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's another one to wonder. Tell you what's mad actually, I've just stumbled upon it. Um it's just announced here as well. This was a few days ago actually, six days ago, Valve um announced that they're turning their Steam Link um service uh, yeah. into a now a service that you can stream games from your Steam account anywhere, as long as you've got internet connection. Yeah, so Steam Link is something that was massive and it, it's it's crazy that they actually took that off the market because it's yeah, something actually, that so many people yeah. use. Yeah, they're flipping the script now. So before it used to be you could only play it in your home, I think. It, yeah, now, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, now it's you, it's not, you can stream from your computer to anywhere. Like, that's what they're announcing. Like, it's like they've seen what Google are doing and thinking, you know what? Let's flip the script. Like, you've already owned games on Steam. Let's let you play it fucking anywhere as long as you've got internet connection. Yeah, I like Steam as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's where shit is. <laughs> yeah, it looks like it's um, only going to be on Android at the moment ios are blocking it who apple cares fucking, apple do their own shit <laughs> who cares who, who's who ever, fucking cares mate <laughs> it literally who's ever sat down with a mac and went oh yeah i use this for gaming no one like 
<laughs> Pac-Man, mate. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, why do you buy? Why do you buy any Apple product? It's like oh, it takes really good pictures, or I can use Photoshop, or it's really good for editing. I'm not fucking making a film. Um, sitting down. <laughs> the the, the, the out fire is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not making any videos for you. <laughs> <laughs> you could do it all. You could do it all through Windows. I think the important thing to take away though is like we've all got our opinions, of course. Um, and that's what we're here for. But right now, as a gamer, like I don't think the time's been any better. I mean, I know we've got all got our own nostalgia-filled feelings around the times that gaming was good, but. We've got two massive consoles in the PlayStation and Xbox only getting better. PC gaming um, is on the rise every year. Now you've got Twitch and YouTube, at, not at their peaks maybe, but you know, very close. And now you've got big players like Amazon and Google getting involved. Like, I, don't, I know we had the argument of too many cooks in the kitchen kind of thing, but man, if it pumps more money into the, into the fucking franch, into franchises and makes games even better. Like I, just, I said to you boys today, again, um, Disney... Um, have now brought back um, uh, the mate you created Star Wars games, Lucas Lucas uh, Lucas Lucas Arts games, yeah, yeah. games back in play because they're pissed off how EA treated the Star Wars games. Uh, Disney are thinking, fuck it, we'll just go do it ourselves. There, like people are in there now. People are doing shit. It's, know, it's people, becoming a much wider industry. People are making films for Netflix. Like people yeah. are not caring now. Let's just go out like Netflix exclusive. Don't go to the cinema. Watch a film first on Netflix. Like. Things are changing now, and I, I think it's an amazing time to be a gamer, um, more than ever, actually. Are there any lasting points on this one, boys, before we move on? Um, I, I'm sort of hotly anticipating the price. I think the price is going to be a sticking point for a lot of people. Uh, so e- E3 Summer, is it, that they're, they're yeah, announcing that? Yeah, they'll be announcing yeah. alongside Microsoft with their big announcements, so we might see something dangerous. Clash of the Titans, mate. Yeah, and then we got we got um, E3 is going to be good. When is that? Like June or something, right? Or is it? Yeah, Junior. That's pretty good. I'm sure that Sony are sat back as well. They're being, qu- they're going to be being quiet. Maybe if they are quiet, they're going to have something. They? They're not just going to turn out. Oh, it's funny that we we didn't have anything planned. Uh, <laughs> Taking in their surroundings, mate. Taking yeah. it all in. Yeah. Or they walk in and go, "What's what's this Google start here about?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we got the Last of Us too. Uh, you're, yeah. You're right, guys. <laughs> playing that. Free wristbands. Um, free wristbands for everyone. <laughs> Well, they announced that Sony are backing Google Stadia and then fucking Xbox get pushed out. That would, be, that would be a crazy twist, mate. That would be quite cool if something like that, that happened. All PlayStation exclusives available on Google Stadia. Yeah, that would be mad. You heard it here first, the two listeners are listening. I'm joking. <laughs> 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 right, let's move on to culture. Our, our friendly Bazaar has obviously brought, up, brought us another important thing to talk about. Um, what have you brought us this week, Bazaar? I've brought you the media, mate. The media in its entirety. Oh, okay. uh, so, yes, it's, uh, it can be dangerous, mate, apparently. <laughs> um, so, so this week I want to talk about the media in terms of is it becoming a dangerous influence? So a lot of people nowadays, um, they can access uh, news on social media. It's easily accessible and consumable, which is obviously a good thing. Uh, however, the vast majority of news that is perpetuated by social media is often lacking reputable facts and sources um, and every day there's obviously new articles pumped into the social media machine many of which are simply false so i'll give you a couple of examples of how uh, media has portrayed maybe certain people in the limelight or been used in a certain way so a recent example would be johnny depp and amber heard um 
in 2016, Amber Heard uh, divorced from Johnny Depp and sued him um, for domestic abuse. Um, this obviously led to uh, a significant downfall in Johnny Depp's career. He was dropped from the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Um, I think he, he settled out of court for about $7 million, uh, had a lot of bad pu publicity and was labelled as you know, a monster. Um, you know, how could you do this? Uh, drag dragged through the coals, basically. Um, and it's now come to light that uh, this year, He's submitted uh, quite recently 87 videos of evidence against Amber Heard, uh, claiming that he was in fact the one that was abused. Um, it was alleged uh, that she attacked him on several occasions and one incident involved a bottle of vodka, which was thrown at him and severed his finger. Um, so a lot of people are saying that it's crazy that in terms of how it's been portrayed, um, there's not a lot of coverage around this because now it's been flipped around and he's the victim of abuse. It's sort of trying to be brushed away. Whereas the media before were sort of championing this uh, idea that Johnny Depp was the monster, Amber Heard was the victim, and everyone should you know, follow this story and, and follow what's being portrayed to them. Uh, another good example is obviously social media um, being used in the past uh, to fake bomb threats or terrorist threats. Uh, there's quite a crazy case of um, a guy called uh, Duke Cohan. Uh, who was in um, America, and he caused widespread panic when he was emailing uh, more than 1,700 schools and colleges, um, warning of explosives, uh, which caused the hundreds of the schools being evacuated. So the question I have for you boys is, first of all, are people too accepting of what they see and read online, and is media becoming too much of a dangerous thing uh, that needs to be moderated? So maybe I'll go to you first, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think sometimes it is for sure. Like, it's that it's that thing of like, with all the accusations for like celebrity paedophiles coming out as well. Sure. And the ones that are obviously been convicted and are true, and then there's ones that you don't know. But once they've been painted with that brush, it's hard. Even when they prove that they're innocent, it's hard to for some people to get rid of that image not saying that they've done it but that's what the first thing that comes to their mind well it, it, yeah 100 percent. it's very damaging in the first place and it's one of those things where when they're tired of that brush it's something that sticks yeah um, and, and it seems nowadays like that the media is made to portray the fact that you are now guilty until proven innocent rather than the other way around yeah exactly and it, it is the case as well it's like not everyone's going to believe as well. Do you know? Do you know, like, people are different. Do you, do you know, like, Facebook news? Like, I never pay attention to that because yeah, yeah, well, I never really go on there. But I, when I used to go on there, it was just just fake news after fake news. And it's surprising how many people believe absolute tripe, right? So, like, remember, like, that Ebola thing, like, when Ebola was, like, a big thing. And there was, like, news splattered all over Facebook about... Like, oh, some guy died and then got, gets back up and walks around as a zombie. And people are like, oh, my God. And it's like, it's fake. Like, yeah, there's fake yeah, news everywhere. Yeah, but it just, yeah. gives you, it just gives you an idea of how, like, some people are so, I guess, vulnerable to, like, what they read and what they believe. Um, it's and, one of those things where social media, effectively, it, it allows for those articles to be, obviously, posted, posted in the first place. But the, the main issue comes from... The legitimacy is being propped up by by likes, comments, and shares. Like the, the more attention it gets, the more that people think, "Oh, this this is a real story. This is crazy." Yeah. Um, and it's something that's like crazy dangerous because 
it's, the media is something that is is shown as like a source of, of truth and something that you should be you know kept in touch with to, to know what's going on around the world but it's something that's so easily influenced and so, something that so easily influences people as well mm, people are biased as well that's another yeah, thing for sure for sure so crafty I'll, I'll, I'll pose the same question to you mate say are people too accepting of what they read and see and read online and is media becoming a dangerous influence yeah, I think for a long time, I think forever, media has been, even back in the day with radio stations and um, newspapers, say, media was massive. I mean, there's that famous quote, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to sack a, sack a country, you're going to take over the media first. Yeah, um, yeah. Media has the biggest influence in war as well as uh, in every day. I think the problem with social media, what that's done is there is a lot of fake news, um, a lot of lying, a lot of people trying to get news for clicks or likes. Um yeah, one example I'll give recently is um, I literally set the scene a tiny bit. One of my mates from work, he's got one of these WhatsApp chats. Uh, you know, so the lads are in there and they're posting random stuff. A lot like Smave posting our chats and stuff that we don't want to watch. And he's got one of these chats as well. And he goes, oh, check this video. And it was a video of a guy walking through some mosques shooting people, right? Right. And I was like, this is fake. This is definitely fake, mate. Like, you know, the gun's weird. It looks like he's got a GoPro on, like weird stuff. Yeah. And then yeah. suddenly, not even not even shitting you, two hours later, a customer comes in my store and goes, oh, have you seen that thing in New Zealand? Um, and then I look on BBC News and it's real. Yeah, yeah. The flip side of it, it, what I'm trying to give here is like, I think so much is bollocks. I don't believe it anymore. It's, yeah. it's sort of, it's sort of it's painted the image now that... Yeah. It's like, it's like, like the boy who I, cried wolf. It's hard yeah, to trust. exactly. Yeah. I'm not a man that really reads a lot of news now because a lot of it i think is just people trying to like you said the johnny depp thing emma heard wanted some money she's been in a couple of films but she's not that big compared to johnny depp she gets seven million she's laughing you know whatever i mean you know with and not to go back to the michael jackson team but these guys suddenly come out i believe they come out for the right reasons maybe but they're getting money from it let's be honest like there's there's things just put out there now no matter what and things are just thrown out there accusations wise you know freaking russia hacked america and all the big companies pulled out of the internet because they were scared that they were going to get hacked. Like, this is this is crazy. <laughs> but it's it, it, it's almost like not to believe things. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it, it's it's like it. the days of the tabloid newspapers has basically like infested the internet in a way. Like the, the well, days of like no, it when means the... Greg Greg can write a newspaper article now instead of yeah. someone yeah. who, who writes is... for a newspaper. Who <laughs> is Greg? <laughs> he's down the road mate Greg Greg's down, down the road, road mate. <laughs> what I'm saying is Greg can start his own newspaper hashtag flat earth and you can read it and believe it when Greg needed to apply for a job at a paper before do you know what I mean so for, yeah, sure, for sure this is what we were talking about as well before it's like that's the, that's the thing yeah go on shout out shout out to Greg oh sorry Greg yeah um, <laughs> no this is the thing it's like people I feel like people uh, and I, I want to use this word because I feel like it's being kind, but a lot of people are quite vulnerable to like what they see. They're easily influenced, and there's a lot of people that are just not. They just don't get on. They just get on board with things that are, are like a lot of it shite, isn't it? Like that flat Earth thing. So many people like when you watch that documentary and you see them and they're all like, yeah. And he's saying, no, and this is why it's flat. And they're like, yeah. It's like anything he said, they would say, yeah. Like anything. It's the kind of thing where, it's like like Crofty was saying, anyone can post an article, but they can use it to support their agenda as well. It's not just a case of getting news out there now or getting information out there. It's a case of 
getting a following or getting some sort of you know power or, or whatever based on what your agenda is or, or what your point of view is it's getting validation as well it yeah. all comes back to sort of like like gaining attention and doing things for this like un like fake currency of you know internet likes comments and popularity um and it, and it seems to be getting to the point now where it's very difficult to find a sort of reputable source especially on social media because there's so much of it that's just being passed around um, by people who believe it they'll pass it to the next person it will get more attention so it will gain in its legitimacy and it's just sort of like a, a vicious cycle at that point um but one of the hardest things is and it's something that i i have no clue how how would you fix this how would you stop something like this from happening because the social media machine nowadays is so big everyone's on there um and it's something that seems to be at a tipping point um where i don't know how you would go about i guess cleaning up is the wrong word but maybe censoring is again a, a, a bad way of putting it but you know trying to t take the good from the bad yeah yeah i, I... <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> is that... i'd argue that yeah, oh, go on. no you go you go i'd argue that the, the actual actual media outlets that we you know that are legitimate for a long time like the news like you know the news sites and things like this that are actually on our tvs that were there before the internet was even a thing it's like bbc news independence yeah, yeah. Like they've gone they've gotten worse because in a world where they actually could be the standout beacons of where we go for actual news they, they fell into the trap of you know let's follow what's let's let's do news on things that are said on social media or you know like you said earlier, the run, the you know, the rat race of um, who gets the most likes or who gets the most attention. They're willing to post random shit now over actual news. So, do you, would you could the argument be made that the majority of this fake news, I guess, is coming from those who are trying to gain popularity, notoriety, basically trying to further their social media career? I guess you could say. Social media is a local newspaper. Shout out to a TV <laughs> series by Ricky Gervais called Afterlife. It's on Netflix right now. Check it out if yeah. you haven't. He works for a local newspaper and he spends a lot of time, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but a lot of the episodes, he goes to people's houses because they want to get in the local newspaper. <laughs> You've got a baby that looks like Hitler and all they've done is drew a Hitler moustache on a baby. You've got a guy that's like, you know, he'd come home one day and a painting looked a little bit like a celebrity. Like, you know, one woman makes cakes from the yeast from a yeast infection. <laughs> like, these are people just making up shit to try and get in the media. But it's very popular, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, and he says a quote in it: "Everyone should try and get one, get famous in the local newspaper because you're famous in that little bubble that you're in." Yeah. You know, yeah. we go back to. I'm not going to touch on religion here, but if you're a guy in your town back in the day before the internet, what you say, people start listening to you. That's how preachers and cults became a thing. Mm. Now, fuck no, I don't, I don't mean to keep bringing out Greg because he's a nice guy, but Greg can say what he wants and Smave will follow him. So That's true, I will. Follow it to the end. <laughs> I, I think I think that the main point to sort of, sort of take away is it's something that a lot of people need to start forming their own opinions rather than jumping on the bandwagon because it can be so easy to see Again, something on social media, whether that be Facebook, you know, YouTube, uh, Twitter, whatever, that aligns with your agenda or aligns with your point of view, 
so you champion that and you push that forward um like rounded points of view are becoming rarer these days it seems especially on social media um and, it, and it's getting to the point now where the vast majority of stuff you see is either unlikely to be true or, or will have a lot of holes in it so i'll just say probably stay vigilant and i mean if i, I highly doubt the majority of people go to social media for their news but it's a big part of social media so something something worth considering i'd like to argue as well that it's less about blaming the media and more about people having an opinion i think we said a few podcasts back but like um people just wanting to say something for the sake of it and also you know everyone having something to say now like you know i think amber heard come out and she probably was angry that Johnny Depp didn't want to be with her anymore. So she kicked off. Like if something did happen, fair play, right? But I feel like this happens a lot. The boy who cried wolf thing, like, if a woman, if you were dancing with a woman at a bar and she told the bouncer you fucking raped her, like, it could ruin your life. But everyone's got an opinion nowadays. For sure, like, for sure. Like, this, this, yeah. this goes back to a point I wanted to make, which is, um, it's one of those things where social media allows for all of the notoriety without none but consequence because you can just post something into the ether let it drop and and move on yeah yeah, yeah. There, there's no consequence to that majority of the time yeah. yeah yeah so i mean yeah there's there's not much more to, to say <laughs> around it about that, that, that slave but... line that <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah uh but yeah i think it, it's one of those things where i know we we harp on social media a lot social media has a lot a lot of benefits and you know internet interconnectivity you know sharing you know youtube is one of the biggest platforms you know we're avid users of it ourselves um but it's just something to be careful of moving forward any lasting comments Maeve? no no do you want to yeah. meet, meet greg you sound like a big fan uh <laughs> fucking greg down the road <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, yeah, the only thing that I would end it with is um, it's just it's just people, mate. That's, that's sort of my perspective on it, is like a lot of people will believe a lot of shite. So people will get, and like you said, people want to get their little thing of fame. So people will keep pumping out shite and people will keep believing it. Just <laughs> minutes of fame, mate, it'll always yeah, be Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I don't, I think it's only going to get worse as well because that, that is the internet, and it? It's a platform for everyone to reach out and be heard and that's what people are going to do i mean that's what we're doing in a way but <laughs> but, <laughs> but we're doing it wrong we should make some of up I, I mean i can try greg down the road just been shot uh yeah that's it really hello crafty I'll, I'll, I'll pass over to you for the classic game on, of place to that, comment yeah, on that point um follow bather on twitter He's got a lot of great news. Um, a lot, a lot of fake news, lads. If you want to, if you want to gather news. around, gather around the campfire, boys. Worth a read. He's only got many, five many followers. a tall, tall to tell. That's what he's talking about. Don't follow him anymore. I don't know. <laughs> follow Smeeve instead. That's the heck of a story on that Twitter. I tell you. <laughs> I don't even have Twitter, do I? I guess it's a story in itself. <laughs> what you ask me if you have Twitter? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I've got it. I just never tweeted. <laughs> Follow me. Uh... <laughs> right. Um, that leads us on as Baza put about two minutes ago on to place the comment. Our beloved game last week, Smave snuck a win over me. Actually, did I do it last week? Snuck a win over Baza, I think. I don't remember. I was there. 
Um, for those who don't know what Place to Comment is, uh, Place to Comment is a game where we go out and find reviews, comments, um, etc. across four or five main platforms. And then the other two have to guess what platform that's on, depending on the platform, what product or video it is for a bonus point. It's usually first to five or if we're having a tough week, which has happened a lot recently, until the comment master, I'm going to name him, Comment Master runs out of comments. How great is that? Uh, the options, of course, have always been social media, Amazon reviews, Steam reviews, and YouTube comments with the inclusion the last couple of weeks of porn hub comments or porn comments. Um, <laughs> with a bit of spice in there for those of you who like a bit of spice. <laughs> <laughs> this week, uh, our Comment master is Mr. Smave. Always brings some comedic place to comment um, comments. So um, we're excited this week. What have you got for us this week, Smave? I, I feel like you've put me on now. Like you've really put me on the spot. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if they're that funny this week, but oh no. I'm sorry. All right. Well, I'm. I'm struggling because I've got to try and memorize what we have used and what we haven't used. Right, but I was thinking we could go and make our own comments on sites and let people find it. I, I almost just made them up. I almost, <laughs> but I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna say the platform. I wasn't gonna write the platform down. I was just gonna make sure you always got it wrong. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, zero zero. Well done. <laughs> well done. Wow, you two are terrible today. We're on the twentieth question. You haven't got one right. Anyway, I should start. Um, let me see. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I ran out of strawberry jam, <laughs> and so I used this to put on the the kids' rice pudding. They couldn't tell the difference, and they're pretty intelligent. Uh, I'm gonna say YouTube bit. To be honest, that All one. Right. All right. Amazon reviews. Crafty's got his right. It's Amazon reviews. <sighs> All right. But so what it's a replace. It? It's a replacement for strawberry jam. Yeah, on the, and the kids' rice pudding. Pig's blood. <laughs> Fucking Amazon. <laughs> I always get them too confused in taste. It's um, good effort. Good effort. It was um, it's actually Jerex Play Sweet Strawberry Lube. Oh Jesus oh, Christ! Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who left the comment Michael uh, not bad not bad eh so you've got one point uh, Baz has got fuck all uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know I know it's great anyway moving on to the next one <laughs> that's a nice bathtub god damn uh, <laughs> short and sweet mate <laughs> I know I would say uh, social media YouTube comments you're both wrong hey you're both wrong oh it's going to be porn up that that was that was a porn up yeah we fucking missed it that's that's depressing Uh, well I know like a needle in a stack (laughs) (laughs) they shouldn't be actually (laughs) I was the bath though right I don't know. I didn't see the video. <laughs> you left the comment. <laughs> <laughs> right, next one. Um, I'm a simple man. 
I hope I haven't used this one, right? I haven't used this one. Anyway, I'm a simple man. I see you say that a lot in your life, so fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a simple man. I see boobs. I throw my money. <laughs> Fucking hell, he does say that a lot in his life. <laughs> what was that, uh, lad? <laughs> I'll go with YouTube, bit. <clears throat> um, I'm going to go Steam reviews. Wild card. Crafty sneaks it. <laughs> what? How the fuck? <laughs> Steam review. Right. Guess the game. I, I don't even know if I can pronounce it's it. It's got to so be on. some sort of fucking Asian persuasion game in it. Probably <laughs> some anime fucking Do Final you know Fantasy it? 54 or something. What's your guess, though? Final Fantasy HD 7 or some bollocks. Oh, it's not. It's, I, I really don't know this game, and I don't know if I'm saying it right, but I think it's called Neg- Neglegi. Nick McGee? Oh, I don't know. What, what the fuck is that? I what, what's the concept of the game, mate? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's literally uh, like three women with anime titties on the uh, on the on the picture. So don't worry about it. It's one of those love, <laughs> Asian love games, isn't it? Where they have to like meet fucking up and date, date and sim or some shit. Yeah, they yeah. fucking love those. Mate. Is it going to be on Google Stadia? <laughs> <laughs> Out of interest for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Friend, how do I leave comments? <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, I'll do the next. Um, wait, wait. So, what's that put? Why do? Why am I so bad at keeping track of school? I think it's two nil, Crafty. That's two nil, Crafty. Uh, I knew that. All right, on to the next one. <laughs> when my dad walked in, I switched to porn because it was easier to explain. That's that's got to be YouTube. I. You could say that, Baz, but I think it is social media. Uh, Baz has got it right. It's got to be a music video, mate. If I get the artist, do I get the point? Uh, Yeah. Uh, Uh, Yeah, I I might. Yeah, yeah. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) Just give it all away, for fuck's sake. Is it a Nicki Minaj video? (laughs) No. Oh, shit. I just didn't know who sing it. it. Oh, I do know things that I think. It was, uh, I said, I'm sexy and I know it, but it was a uh, fat boy gets down. So it was some fat kid dancing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a solid explanation to the parents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what else have we got here? Hang about, hang about. <clears throat> Sorry for the delay. I'm just, uh, while you're waiting, go check out at Gaming at Instagram. Um, we've got great content on there uh, revolving around gaming. <laughs> no oh, fat kids dancing, no, not yet. Not yet, anyway. See, that's where we're missing opportunities. Uh, anyway, here we go. <clears throat> Everyone that comes around to an apartment and reads this book dies laughing. Now all my friends are dead. Uh, social media. Amazon reviews. Amazon reviews. It is crafty's up. I'm not a fucking mayor. You're a fucking book, Baz. He basically told you. <laughs> oh, this is a book. What's that then? Social media. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, I don't know. I literally don't know what you're saying because didn't we? Li- we we had this like a couple back, a couple of episodes back. You've done the exact same thing. Or something, something very similar. <laughs> I think I think I said what like someone said like it might have been me. I said well like what book is it or whatever, and you were like oh it's a toaster. I don't know. I can't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what book is it? 
They died after reading it. Momo challenge. No. Relevant. Topical. <laughs> <laughs> in in name for some reason, in the comment even for some reason, it was called "All My Friends Are Dead." Cheery, <laughs> cheery little title there. Yeah. <laughs> On to the next one. So that's three one, right? Yeah. Okay, no, this is a it's a long one, right? It's a long one. Squeaky bum time. <laughs> uh, it's like Michael Bay asked Spider Man to train James Bond. Uh, you, uh I'll go with YouTube. Alright. It's frustrating because I would like to say porn up, but you told us there's only one porn up comment. I apologize for that. <laughs> Social media just to add some disparity between two. You're both wrong. You're both wrong. What? what? Steam reviews, isn't it? I bet you. Yeah. Uh, it was Steam, yeah. Hey, what was that for? Just cause. Oh, uh, <laughs> great. That's a side review, actually. <laughs> It's not bad, is it? Uh, <laughs> All right, mate. Sorry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I had to punch a hole through my wall to feel manly again. It's a simple one. Uh, YouTube. Okay. Social media. That's a sneak set. It's YouTube. It's got to be a video of a puppy or something like that or a fucking... Uh, kitten. Which, which one are you going to go with? <laughs> oh, well, it's the internet, mate. So I'll go cats. I'll say kittens. Ah, oh, Baza, you were—you literally the first one you said was. <laughs> I'm people in sleep. I can't oh, believe it. Oh, I, I jumped the shark, mate. I jumped over the bridge. You could have—you could have stopped there. You could have stopped <clears> there. <throat> Gotta be something like a puppy or a cat. <laughs> you got to pick one. <laughs> All right. Uh, Moving on to the next one. Is that three two now? Yeah. 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 That would have been really awkward if you two, because I'm almost running out. If it had been a draw, I don't know what I would have done. Uh, it still could. I'm panicking. All right. <laughs> I drove over. I drove over a hooker, and she got stuck to my windscreen, and we went on a on an adventure. Ten out of ten. Uh. Steam? It's got to be Steam. Yeah, Steam. Alright, it was Steam. Probably shouldn't have said 10 out of 10. That's probably a giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> I drove over a hooker. We went for a ride. Fucking hell. Um, There's a few games that could be. Yeah. I'm going to go a bit of left field. I'm going to go Sleeping Dogs. Bit of an oldie. Yeah, good game, actually. You know what? That's a good game, though. Uh, Grand Theft Auto and Crafty wins place a comment oh motherfucker was it GTA 5 yeah uh, I guess so it's <laughs> <laughs> not a bit of research there no it just said GTA I'm just kidding <laughs> oh man GTA is good enough right GTA is good enough we'll the take it we'll take it mate it's up to you man you choose <laughs> It doesn't matter. You've got the game. You've got the point. All right. Well done. I'll take it. That was a solid game of place to comment. Um, probably the longest we've had yet. 
They weren't very funny. I apologise for that. I feel like I feel like I let everyone down because I, I think the strawberry lube made made up for it. That's pretty funny. Oh, I laughed a lot. Anyway, I laughed a lot. Anyway, that ends this podcast for this week. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, I promise we won't talk about streaming gaming next week. We'll try and make this a non-streaming gaming podcast. <laughs> Saying streaming gaming is fucking hard. Anyway, yeah. thanks for listening. We, as always, we appreciate your love for our content. Uh, there's a lot of big things coming in the near future, so watch this space. We are branching out, we are doubling down, and we are changing or flipping the script on everything. So we might even hire Greg to be our media guy. Who knows? Big up to Greg. <laughs> Big up to Greg. Greg. Greg? Anyway, <laughs> check us out on social media. Uh, as always, don't follow Smave on Twitter. He doesn't tweet. And at the same time next week, check us out on all podcasting platforms. Any comments to end, boys? I know you like to say a few things before we end. Uh, I uh, will just say I'm watching all of the Marvel films in order. And there's uh, a couple of crackers that I missed out on the first time, like the... Uh... Guardians of the Galaxy, so I'm, I'm fucking loving it, mate, and uh, getting hyped for Endgame, so. Alright, well, now Baz has told us his life story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't really have, uh, don't really have much <laughs> more. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, solid, solid effort, mate. I just wanted to bury you, that's all I was, all I was aiming for. <laughs> Dead man walking, Jesus. <laughs> Thanks for listening, much love. Bye-bye!